keeping, keeping busy. busy. Keeping extra busy these days. Keeping extra busy home edition because like before we were recording all out and about and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine edition. Quarantine edition. We hope all of our avid listeners out there are safe and and happy and healthy in their homes. Mm-hmm. as we have somehow managed to do with ourselves. Yeah, it's been a very interesting time for everybody, I think. But all the more reason to treat yourself to some delicious uh, sweets. Yeah, it's definitely um, a great time to stay home and bake if you can. Um, yeah. And that's that's if you can, because guess what? I'm running low on flour, and I tried to order <gasps> from, like, five different places, and it's it's apparently one, <laughs> one of the, um, you know, A-list hoarding items mm-hmm. because it is not to be found. I hope everybody has their flour already stocked in their pantry because if you don't, good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All the things you bake with are the things that are going to be hoarded. Yeah. Right? Milk, eggs, flour, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> You're doomed. And um, and I think definitely people who don't normally have time on their hands are finding themselves with time on their hands. And if they don't have time on their hands, they're looking for some kind of outlet at the end of the day when they're just, like, completely fried. Yep. So, plus good old comfort food. Mm-hmm. I've been leaning into the comfort food these days. Well, I mean, you can't really, you know, you can't go out to the gym and you can't go out to <laughs> hang out with friends. What do you do? Stay home and snack. Yep. It's, it's a, Delicious. It's a wonderful recipe for, you know, packing on some chill. hibernating weight. I don't know. <laughs> We're going into summer, so it's not a great time to be putting on hibernating weight, but no. that's okay. We'll call it layers of survival. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm just putting on my survival layers like a camel. <laughs> so speaking of layers. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Perfect transition. What a good segue. Speaking of layers, what did we make for this podcast? We made cookie parfaits. Cookie parfaits. Even just saying it makes a delicious thing happen in my mouth. Yeah, so if we recall from the last episode, the requirements were you needed at least three distinct layers, mm-hmm. and one of them had to be a basic cookie. Basic. Basic. It's like you took the girl from Who's who's That? Is that what it was? She's All That. She's All That. And then like <laughs> took off her glasses and gave her a strapless dress, right? Right. Now you take the basic cookie, and then you dress it up and send it to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> take out the ponytail hey who's that go. over there i thought that was a basic cookie but oh no that's all that <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't know why that's so funny but it is. <laughs> so so what were your what what did you put in your cookie parfaits my cat is judging me right now like there's some serious judgment phase going on i can't see oh there it is yeah that's a judgy cat Hey, we all got survival layers. He didn't Don't judge. He didn't like my uh he didn't like my jokes. Well, I did. Thanks. So what were you, what mm-hmm. were in your cookie parfaits? Okay, so I made a white chocolate macaroon. Wait, no. That's not back the right it word. up. What didn't we just say white basic chocolate cookie? macadamia? 
white chocolate macadamia cookie. That's basic. Um, and then I did a berry mousse, and I topped it with a white chocolate ganache. See, I knew you were going to make this, like, super fancy. That's something, not fancy. Something about you and layered desserts is, like, it's where you shine. You just, like... It's not even that fancy. You just, like, you bring out the layered dessert, and there's just all the little, you know, anime shiny things going over it. I swear it's not that fancy. Okay. Well, so, when you hear um, mine, and... you will be like, oh, damn, mine's so fancy. Do you want to tell me yours before I get into details? Okay. I will also, I will tell you mine. So it was a very basic chocolate cookie. Um, they're really just like, how did we do them? Oh, it's a rollout cookie. So you make a, um, a chocolate cookie dough, almost like a chocolate sugar cookie, and roll them out and cut them into shapes. So we did the chocolate flat cookies, and I did a whipped cream, um, just Mm -hmm. really simple, you know, heavy whipping cream, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of powdered sugar, um, and I had some not homemade chocolate uh, ice cream shell. (laughs) You know, when you pour the chocolate sauce over and it hardens on the ice cream, and I did make some homemade peanut butter shell. So I layered, I did the whipped cream on the bottom, and then I did the cookie, and then like whipped cream, and I put it in the freezer for a little while, and then I did the chocolate in the peanut butter shell, and then more whipped cream, and then cookie, and then the last layer on top, I folded the still, um, the still liquid peanut butter shell into the whipped cream. So I did like a peanut butter flavored oh. whipped cream on top and then chocolate sprinkles. That sounds so much fancier than what I did. <laughs> it's just like, like Sunday toppings in a cup. <laughs> yeah, but like the, the parfaitedness of it was on point. I ended up making more like a mousse cake than a parfait. What? But that sounds awesome, though. I thought about making mousse something and I didn't know how <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good so i had a, a nine by nine square i see it you sent it yeah. to me yes i did how did you and do so, that what did you do what on the bottom of the nine by nine pan it's a spring form okay so i squished in the cookie on the bottom i baked that then i made the berry mousse with some frozen berries i had oh it was just like a mixed berry yes. thing poured the mousse on top and then I did the, a white chocolate ganache poured over. Oh. Uh, so you did a parfait not in a dish? I know. I know. I cheated a little. I don't know that that's it's cheating or genius. I can't even. I can't even. It's just so out of the box. Get... It's literally like out of the dish thinking. No, it's no, it's a mousse cake with a cookie crust is what I made. I didn't make a parfait. <laughs> I cheated. But you do have three layers. <laughs> I do. But I think the reason why I'm blaming the giant myself cookie more, looks freaking delicious. It was really oh good. Oh my god! A little too sweet. No way. Yeah, all of all of it together. Yeah. But um, I think that the parfaits are best when you have multiple layers of each thing, mm. like you were talking about. Um, so this was fine for what it was, but I feel like it wasn't a parfait. I hear what you're saying, yeah. although. I do feel like you went to more of an effort, which is applaudable. I sent you a picture. 
Look at this presentation right there. That looks amazing. It doesn't. It's super messy. What? Messy in like a delicious way where you can see the swirls of peanut butter and chocolate and everything. Yeah. It looks... I would eat the heck out of that. I mean, I don't I don't know what is going on right now, but peanut butter is so necessary. Holy cow. <laughs> like, I went to the dairy. I got out of my house and, like, actually went and bought some stuff. And they're doing this thing now. And in case anybody is watching from, like, somewhere else, a dairy is where you go where they sell the milk from their cows. I actually have had a person ask me that. What's a dairy? So I went. And they also have local ice cream. And they have mm. peanut butter ice cream with Oreos in it. And it is difficult not to eat the whole carton at once because it is so immensely delicious. <laughs> because peanut butter cut with like cream or ice cream is just, you can't really get much better than that. Uh, do you have a picture of just the cookie? No. I mean, the cookie was really... There was not a lot to to the cookie. Um, I made them just because my daughter wanted to make, like, cut out cookies, like roll something and cut it out. Mm-hmm. So that's the, really the only reason we had those specific cookies. Yeah, I chose white chocolate macadamia because uh, I asked my husband, what cookie would you eat? And he gave me the option between that and another one. I don't remember what the other one was. He's like not a cookie person. He's not much of a a sweets person, which is why I wanted to make sure it was something he would eat. Well, that's interesting, not being a sweets person and picking like the sweetest cookie. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like the white chocolate instead of any kind of bittersweet or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, I could only have a small bit at a time because it was very sweet. I'm sending you another picture that is not of parfaits. Okay. I'm excited. What could it be? Although, in the right circumstances and under the right, you know, end of the world scenarios, it could be eaten. Those turkeys. Bad turkeys in my yard. (laughs) Super (laughs) bad turkeys. (laughs) Yes. And my husband turns to me (laughs) and complete deadpan says, do you want me to go get the gun? (laughs) Um, no, I don't, I don't think we're there yet. Like, if we're not at that level of panic, I think we can let the right. turkeys come through and, and go on their way. <laughs> yeah, I personally have not been trained in field dressing turkeys. Yeah, right. field, field dressing turkeys? I don't think you want to treat their wounds. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong term. What's the term? For, like, when you bleed them out right away so the meat doesn't go bad and stuff. I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's not called field dressing. <laughs> no. Oh. oh well. There is an attempt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, parfaits are delicious, and yours looks yummy. How did you get the ganache on without melting the mousse? Uh, it, it didn't work great. So I mean, I did put the the whole mousse and everything in the freezer for a bit yeah. to try and and make it cool right away, but it seemed like every time. You know, we ate it over a couple days, and every time I took it out of the fridge, it was almost like the ganache and the mousse were slowly dissolving each oh, other. Oh, yeah. And it, every time I pulled it out of the fridge, it was had new drippiness. Huh. 
So I, I would not recommend that. So what um what recipe did you use for the mousse? Because there are so many different approaches to making mousse. And some of them have mm-hmm. like raw egg whites and some of them use gelatin. And I'm always curious. Great question. As to how people make their mousses. This is a, I, got, I used a no bake strawberry mousse cake. And I just made the mousse part. It's from bakedbyanintrovert.com. <laughs> That's apropos. Yeah. Because we're all introverts now. Basically blend the fruit, put it through a sieve. You take the puree, mix it with gelatin, whip it up with mascarpone, I believe. I am not. Oh. This article is so dang long that I can't find the stupid So it's kind of like the top layer of 1-2-3 Jello. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. And a cup of sugar, confectioner sugar, mascarpone cheese, heavy whipping cream, And you just gelatin. happen to have mascarpone in the house? No, I actually bought it before... The quarantine fully locked down. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you probably even made your parfait before the lockdown. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> I'm kind of late to the game. I'm like, how did you have all the ingredients? You're like, because I made it when we said we were going to, like a month ago. <laughs> oh, well. So I, th- okay. I think if I was if I was going to do this again, I might follow this, this mousse cake recipe a little bit more in that they had... So that they had a, a golden Oreo crust, Ooh. the mousse, then... Like a cake layer, like a sponge cake or something? No, it's... They they make like a jelly layer on top. So it's like a charlotte. puree. So it's almost so. like that time we made the raspberry charlotte. Maybe. Do you remember that? I'll show you a picture. Yeah, it kind of looks similar except without the, yeah. the cake part. So I think I would do that. I like the idea of the jelly layer and then some whipped cream on top. Yeah. Um, and I would make it more like a parfait and less than a cake. Parfait. I just parfait. think it's... So do you have a square springform pan? Yes. That is cool. I don't have a circular springform pan. That is strange. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How funny. Isn't it weird the things that we decide are necessary to have in our kitchen and the things that are like, yeah, I know that's like the normal one, but I have this one instead. <laughs> it comes from, they were, for a while I was on a kick of trying to make a really good Tarone. Make a really good, oh yeah, that's right. I was thinking the about honey that. honey nougat, yeah. Recently. And so it was a Christmas present from my husband because I would be able to get the Tarone out easier in the square and then cut it into little pieces. So that's why I have a square one and not a circle. There you go. I was actually thinking of it the other day when I finally, I did actually find a place to buy flour. And I'm not going to tell you because then I won't be able to get it again. Um. (laughs) You're part of the hoarding problem. Just want you to know that. I only bought one bag. Um. (laughs) Oh, because I also, I couldn't help myself because I bought it from, like, a food importer place. (laughs) Um, And one of the other things they had were the wafer things, like the wafer papers. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember when Erin was making her Taroni. I never succeeded. I liked it. You saved me one, and I thought it was good. Oh, thank you. It just wasn't... Right. 
Mm, I know that feeling. All right. So what about yours? Lessons learned, things you would do different? Well, I used whipped cream and the whipped cream was good. And I've ha- I've done like the freezer box cakes before, you know, and you layer the chocolate wafer cookies and the whipped cream. <laughs> Sorry for the weird noises. <laughs> you layer the cookies and the whipped cream and then you stick it in the freezer and the whipped cream kind of turns ice creamy and it also mm-hmm. softens the cookies but i'm wondering now when they said ice box i used to put them in the freezer i think you maybe you're supposed to just put them in the fridge anyway hmm. freezing the uh whipped cream for too long made it very hard so they were still good mm. but you had to have them when i first made them because i made them for my kids really and they didn't finish them so when they went into the freezer like overnight the next day they were super duper hard so I would maybe uh, make them again with ice cream or maybe do uh, peanut butter and chocolate layers that didn't have to be kept so cold, you know, because the yeah. shell yeah. doesn't really stay shelly if it's not in the freezer. Right. That makes sense. So this is, I got to just do this anyways, even though you know what I'm talking about. This <laughs> was the one I was talking about. I am just showing Erin. A piece yeah. of my raspberry Charlotte that I was likening to her mousse yeah. cake. So the center is like the raspberry moussey stuff, and then it's got the jelly on top. That's right. Mine is like swirled in, but I mean, you don't have to do that. Yeah, just, I remember that fancy like swirl. Same, same junk. I'm so impressed by it. You know what I mean? Like the the cake on this raspberry Charlotte was not really all that impressive. To have like a white Oreo cookie crust would be so much better, I feel like. Hmm. Anyway, yummy. I haven't had any like, fruit moussey things in a while. And mm-hmm. spring is getting like the friggin' gardening bug in me and everything. And I want to get outside and start growing stuff. And I can't even yeah. go do anything. Well, the weather's been crappy lately too. So It has, but it's been wet, <sighs> which is good for growing, growing. things, right? <laughs> yep. So um, I imagine because life has been you know, insanity lately that you don't really have any other things on the table right now for keeping busy? I did one quick thing. So when we learned that uh, my daughter would be staying home with us for a few weeks, um, we quickly tried to scurry around and get some more like crafty things and fun things that she can do. And the one show we let her watch is the Wiggles? The what? The Wiggles, which is actually a an old. I know kid what show. it is. I know the the turtlenecks and. Oh my goodness! No. Are you gonna let her watch Barney when she gets older too? So you have that wonderful. None of your business. Soundtrack stuck no, in your head constantly. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but she, so she loves the Wiggles. And I, I really quick out of felt made um, some little dress up dolls where she could make the wiggles. Oh, I just that's sweet. I sent you a just sent you a picture of fantastic. Them. And look, hold on. I have since uh, expanded into more outfits and a second doll. Oh, that's cute. They've got little velcros on them. Yeah, that's so cute. I love that. And you know, it didn't take too long. It was such a quick thing. I just bought like a. A mixed pack of felt colors. Yeah. Like the 8 by 
whatever sheets or whatever. Yeah, and some stick-on Velcro spots. Yeah. And uh, that's all I needed. It was pretty quick and easy. Still, it's a pretty cool idea. I bet she loves them. She does love them. She's very, she wants to put a shirt on the top half and on the bottom half. And it's just, you know when your kids are like playing wrong? Yes. <laughs> I know all about, <laughs> I know all about kids playing wrong. That's 100% oh, no. my. You can't put shirts on the bottom. of my children. Doing. Yes. Absolutely. You have to resist <laughs> correcting It's it. very hard. It's one of the hardest things ever. <laughs> yeah. And they start coloring stuff, and you're like, grass isn't blue, sky is blue. And you're like, it's fine. <laughs> you know what? They're going to figure it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Take a deep breath and walk away. <laughs> so how about you? Um, I am still working on my super cool shawl scarf. I thought mm-hmm. I was about halfway done, and I was a little upset that it was taking so long to do and i'm starting to get like carpal tunnel because i don't usually (laughs) knit every night and i have been Mm -hmm. forcing myself to knit every night because i got to this section of the pattern where it's like do this eight row repeat 25 times i'm like i have to do a series of eight rows 25 times so i'm like (laughs) if i do only eight rows a night it's going to take me like a whole month just to get through this one section. And so I've been really like forcing myself to, uh, to knit more than I usually do. And then I realized that's not the midpoint. That's pretty much the end. So I only have like maybe, I don't know, 20 rows left total, I think. And, uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. Congratulations. That must have been a great day when you realized that yes, <laughs> you're almost done. It was. It was very nice. And um, it came at a good time because all of a sudden my children have decided that each of them want an amigurumi stuffed animal from me. <laughs> oh, okay. Like that's made a resurgence. So apparently I'm on the list for that. There's a queue forming for stuffed animals now. Uh-oh. And I also hear that You've been making breads. Oh, yes, I have been making breads. So, yeah, in an attempt to keep my family fed and not go to the grocery store every day, uh, I've tried my hand at a few different breads. I've made a couple different things in the past, like focaccia and the um, crusty-style no-need bread that you, like, cook in a Dutch oven, and it's all crackly and, like, you know, you want to serve it with garlic butter with a hearty soup mm-hmm. or something. But I wanted something that was more versatile for every day. And I actually found a recipe on YouTube for a very similar style no-knead bread. But you, instead of baking it in a Dutch oven, you bake it in a tin. And uh, it probably has different proportions. Maybe. I don't even know. I didn't check. Um, and then when it comes out... You brush it with butter or olive oil, and the crust actually stays softer, and the the crumb is a little tighter, but also soft like a sandwich bread. So it has a you know when you do some of those no need breads, you sometimes end up with air pockets like the size of well, you can't really make peanut butter and jelly out of them, can you? So um, it was nice to find something that was close textured but still soft that you can 
just use for everyday stuff. It's great for toast. Mm. It, you can make peanut butter and jellies. It actually makes excellent grilled cheese sandwiches. Because it gets really nice and toasty and buttery <sighs> on the outside. I haven't thought about a grilled cheese sandwich in a while. I could eat one of those right now. Grilled cheese. <laughs> I mean, you know, talking about getting back to basics. Yeah. We, we spent so long trying to gear ourselves more towards vegetables and fruit and fresh stuff right. and like i'm sh- trying to shove carrots in my children's faces and like literally tonight <laughs> uh we just had pasta not even like pasta with vegetables on the side just like a big old pot of pasta some tomato <laughs> sauce and parmesan cheese and i'm like there's dinner yep. <laughs> one and a half <laughs> loaf of bread to go with it <laughs> like, yeah well these pictures of the bread are beautiful and I, I would like for you to send me this recipe because I would love to try oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so like I said, there is a woman on YouTube who does it. I'm probably not going to remember where I found this, but I might be able to. Oh, I found it. That was actually pretty easy. Her name is Bincy Chris. That's why I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Say that again. Bincy, B-I-N-C-Y, Chris, C-H-R-I-S. And she's on YouTube. And the name of the video I used was How to Make Super Soft No-Knead Bread at Home. And get this. My husband, who is like sneaky, sneaky good at buying gifts that I don't even know that I need. Um, <laughs> so one day I was watching the British Baking Show. And have you ever seen their cake tins? Their square cake tins? You know, they're like, oh, you have to make... Probably. You have to make, like, a. this is the biscuit challenge, and you have to build a biscuit house. (laughs) And they'll pull out, like, this square cake tin that has all of these weird dividers in it. Oh, no, I haven't seen So I said one day, like, oh, my God, that is super cool. And then for Christmas, it showed up at my house. (sighs) And it's actually excellent for baking this bread because you can make two loaves at once. I was, I'm doing like oh. nine by five loaves. And instead of having to scrounge through my pantry and be like, do I have a nine by five loaf pan? Do I have a nine by four loaf pan? How do I have to adjust the friggin' whatevers? I am just like doing the dividers in my pan and doing two loaves of bread at a time. Nice. It's crazy. That's it's wonderful. Crazy awesome. I love it. And then you, instead of trying to pull the bread out and ruining it, you just take the little dividers out and then the bread's just sitting there. And you're like, oh, look, bread. <laughs> Lovely. Oh my goodness. I'm going to try this. I'm excited. I want to apologize to you and anyone who listens Uh-oh. to this podcast because I feel like I haven't spoken to an adult in a really long time. <laughs> so I might be over over talking. I don't think you're over talking. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> like a runaway train right now. So on the theme of bread, we're going to try a different bread. For the next episode. Yes. And I have found a recipe for that too. Although maybe you want to do something different if you don't have the ingredients for this. While I was looking at super soft no-knead bread, I also found a recipe on how to make super soft. I I guess I must have Googled super soft bread. (laughs) (laughs) How to make a super soft milk bread loaf. Also a YouTube video. Um, I have not tried this one yet, but if you watch through the video um it comes out just glorious looking uh and i mean it's definitely a more wonder bread type bread compared to 
this no need one and it's a little more uh needing and work but it looks gr- it looks worth it looks good mm-hmm. uh i assume that you're talking about the video that you sent it look it, it comes out really really pretty I could imagine that that would be really good for some French toasts. Yeah, it looks very soft and goldeny, and bread is, depending on what kind of bread you're making, it's a really basic set of ingredients. So if you've got milk, water, yeast, those kinds of things at home still, then um, definitely try to bake something along with us. If you don't have the ingredients mm-hmm. for the mil- super soft milk loaf, you know, uh, try the the no-need loaf that I mentioned earlier, because that came out really nice too, or find something that works for your household. Yeah. And then you can save yourself a trip to the grocery store by using stuff that's probably in your pantry already. And give yourself a little, you know, calorie boost, because that's what we all need (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to get our surviving layers on. That and a little ego boost that, hey, you you made something. Yes, it is it's a good feeling to make nice. things that you usually buy for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So check out the pictures of everything that we talked about and links to any recipes we mentioned on our Facebook page. And uh, if you want to send us pictures of the uh, cookie parfait creations that you came up with, you can send them to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. So make some bread. And until next time, we'll be keeping, keeping busy. busy.